Why'd I sell? Well, Ralph, to be perfectly honest with you, money wasn't the biggest factor in my decision. Uh, just between you and me, uh, I love it here, Ralph. I really do, but... You know, I've always fancied myself to be a cowboy. Ralph, I'm no cowboy. And I'm an accountant from New Jersey. And no matter how many cowboy hats I have or, or cowboy boots in my closet, I'll never be a cowboy. I, I just figured it was time to stop kidding myself. You know, get into a business I know something about. Tra-la, tra-la-la-la-la, twilly-twilly-dum. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jason. And this is episode 47. We're talking Cowboy Ernst, an episode <laughs> of Hey Dude from the second season, yeah. the 12th episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh, part one of this year's Mr. Ernst Trilogy. So we're going to do three Hey Dude episodes this year. Cowboy Ernst is up first. <laughs> if I remember right, that was not the last episode of the season. There's one more episode. I believe there uh, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I expected the one where he's about to sell the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the season finale. What's going to happen is a really let down that there wasn't a cliffhanger there. Yeah, that's a so, good call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's the great sound of Jason, uh, who's with us for the first time. So thanks for being on the Big yes. Orange Couch with us. Oh, pleasure. <laughs> uh, Jason's an old friend, and uh, we, we, we couldn't be happier to have him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of happy to know people, we're happy to know you guys, and we have a couple uh, letters from you guys about our previous uh, episodes, I guess. And so, do you want to read those? Yeah, let's let's do it. This is from Nancy. She says, "Hi, Gut Bucket friends. Nancy here. I really loved the award show. It had the perfect amount of excitement, and you guys did a great job on putting it together. I would love for you guys to get in contact with Nickelodeon Splat because you deserve a live TV show or talk show." I can see that going on for you guys. Best of luck with the Big Orange Couch podcast, and I look forward to what you guys have in store for the next episodes. Talk to you soon, your gut bucket friend, Nancy. Oh, very nice. Great was, to hear from Nancy. It was nice. Do the people who listen to you know what you guys look like? No. They definitely <laughs> could be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't... <laughs> Heavy sarcasm? Like, no, no, I think it, 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 it's uh, it's the, the teens now, anybody can do anything. <laughs> Just a couple Good schmoes point. like me and Andrew. Yeah, well, I think I even have a place on that, so. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to the splat, see if they can yeah. get you in. Uh, we also heard from uh, his handle on Twitter is at Andrew P2299, or he likes to call himself Trivia Boy. Yeah. Uh, he says, Andrew says, I have listened to all your guys' podcasts. Such a great job. The award show was absolutely terrific. I would have been so honored to be able to give an acceptance speech, really lobbying for next year's awards. Uh, I hope you expand more with categories and shows. Haven't really heard much love for Wild and Crazy Kids, Welcome Freshman, Hey Dude, and Man Oh Man, Do I Get Nostalgic Tickles Every Time You Guys Do an Episode About Are You Afraid of the Dark. Um, best Nick show, hands down. Andrew and Joey, you guys are doing a great thing for all of us 30-somethings who refuse to grow up. Hashtag <laughs> Gary for president. 
Uh, I believe I believe uh, the guy who plays Gary is from Canada. So uh, Russ Hall. Russ Hall. I think he's from Canada. So you can just give up on that dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's a weatherman, right? He's a weatherman in Canada. Um, I think he. Oh, oh, you mean for yeah for president here? Uh, he could be oh. hold some position in. Uh, Canada. Wow, imagine Gary being Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> I wish I knew who Gary was. You, uh, <laughs> Gary, glasses, are you afraid of the dark? Uh, yeah, you... so this is probably a good time to mention that I didn't have cable growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only Nickelodeon I watched was at my grandparents' house. Okay. And uh, I don't think that Are You Afraid of the Dark was one of the permitted shows because it had the word afraid in it. Dark and <laughs> those things don't mix well Sure. for people who are afraid of the dark so so then if i could ask like what are what what are your memories of 90s nickelodeon uh certainly like rugrats rocco's modern life um some of those other shows that i used to watch uh hey dude was one that i think really got the seal of approval from the grandparents (laughs) so that was watched Um, so you have some recollection of it yeah absolutely and it was like you went over to my grandparents you watched nickelodeon (laughs) but you watched certain Nickelodeon shows. Right. Uh, when was Are You Afraid of the Dark God? It would have been 91 to... I'm sorry, I meant <laughs> time of day. <laughs> Saturday, 9.30? Yeah. Yeah, we were... That was, you know, way past the 8 o'clock stay up late point. Ah, so. uh, sure. Well, okay. we've run into this phenomenon before. Yeah. Typically with Ren and Stimpy. Oh, oh. I meant the, uh, the phenomenon of not having cable to watch Oh, sure, Nickelodeon. yeah. Kevin, um, you know Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, sim- similar thing. Uh, didn't have, a lot of yeah. times. I, mean, I, he only, I think Brett like didn't have it for a while. I think like he started halfway through or something. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we um, we this is now a good time to mention that uh, all of us just lived in the wilderness. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you've checked out the episodes. Absolutely. And, and Ren and Stimpy, I think, had the great the cartoon aspect that mm-hmm. wasn't axed because he's watching a cartoon. So <laughs> oh, wow. I did see that too. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> Ooh, and Doug. It's all coming back to me. Oh, yeah. Doug's very wholesome. Yes. Would have made your grandparents really happy. Very happy indeed. <laughs> Patty Mayonnaise is an all-American girl. <laughs> uh, well, as always, we like to take a look back at the time period uh, that Hey Dude, or any episode, airs. So this is, as Andrew mentioned, January 19th, 1990. That's a Friday. Uh, and they even had the time. Uh, 2 p.m. <laughs> Oh, Friday at 2. 2 p.m. seems like an awful time to... Yeah. <laughs> what, what day? July? Uh, this is January, Friday. Oh, January, yeah. yeah. July, Very January. Odd. Yeah, it would be kids in school. I And I actually asked my wife who she thought the target audience was for this show <laughs> as we were watching it, because it's clearly not young children. Yeah. Um, so that's that's interesting now it raises yeah. even more questions just <laughs> they thought there was going to be like a big college audience like yeah. friday chilling, <laughs> chilling in the dorms oh man we got to catch some hey dude <laughs> um so yeah uh so it's january 1990 here's a couple things that happened that month uh david dinkins is sworn in as the first african-american mayor of new york city mm-hmm. Um, in sadder news, 307 people die and 700 are injured after overloaded passenger train uh, collides with an empty freight train in Pakistan. Hmm. Uh, a bit of a downer. MTV, MTV airs their first ever episode of Unplugged, uh, and the first band to perform is a band from London called Squeeze. I don't hmm. know if you guys are familiar with them. I'm aware of them. Yeah, they have, a, they have like, I don't know, I wouldn't call them 
Super excited. Certainly know that word. <laughs> Squeeze. Yes. Yeah. I've heard it before. <laughs> I don't know if I know the band. I think when people think about MTV Unplugged, they think, oh man, Squeeze. I think so too. I think yeah. it's like yep. that and Nirvana. I think those are the But two like Nirvana way down the line. Well, yeah. Like, hey, remember <laughs> MTV so. Unplugged? Oh yeah, Squeeze. Did you know Nirvana was on that? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, also that month, the Tower of Pisa closes to the public after leaning too far. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it closes for 10 years uh, while they do construction. Unleaning? What's that? You think they unleaned it? Uh, they definitely lightened the lean. <laughs> Did they just support it? Were pe- I, more ignorance here. Did people go in? People weren't going inside of it? Or? Yeah, yeah, you can go inside. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, so tourism. I've never was... been to uh, France, so... <laughs> Oh, Jason. Um, the Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announces uh, its inductees that year, which included The Who, Simon and Garfunkel, Four Seasons, Four Tops, Hank Balliard, Platt, Platters, and The Kinks. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good class. Pretty good class. Indeed. Who's your favorite from that class? Ooh, that'd have to be The Who or The Kink. <laughs> Who? The Who? Yeah. 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 Uh, the Kinks. The, I'll go Kinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I like Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, the oh, Kinks. Simon. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a really... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to think of who... So I think the Kinks, I might... The songs that I like of theirs, I like more. Mm-hmm. But the Who, I like more of their songs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, you know, I'm going to... Let's put out an album. Uh, I'm going to listen to a Who album. If mm-hmm. I think of the Kinks, there's like one album that comes to mind that I can listen to in its entire, entirety. And yeah. that's uh, Power Man. Or, oh, yeah. First eight man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the the only one I could think of. That I thought you were going to say Hank Ballard. Uh, that was the one <laughs> uh, name on the list I did not know who it was. Is that yeah. a country artist? Or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I do know the name, much like the Squeeze, but yeah. I don't know yeah. Squeeze they, uh, from Unplugged. Yes, yes, the same show that a little band Nirvana was on. <laughs> wow. Um, the Golden Globes aired that month, of course, and uh, the big winners that year were Driving Miss Daisy and Born on the Fourth of July. Mm. Uh, big winners that year. I've seen neither. Mm. Yeah, um, seen both. Are both serviceable mm. with a slight edge to Born on the Fourth. Cruise uh, <laughs> in it. Yeah. Um, the first McDonald's uh, opens in the Soviet Union in Moscow. Mm. In I wasn't sure that they had McDonald's Duh. in Russia since 1990. Uh, civil rights activist Reverend L. Sharpton is stabbed uh, in Brooklyn during a protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John McEnroe becomes the first player to ever be expelled from the Australian <laughs> Open. Oh, I'm so happy we get to talk about him this episode. He's my favorite <laughs> tennis player. Is that true? It is absolutely true. He's one of the few that I know, and I like that he's angry. So, <laughs> I think that's kind of his... That's, yeah. his, that's yeah. his thing, yeah. yeah, but I really like it. Yeah. It is so. entertaining. Okay, so who's next on Jason's list of favorite tennis players? Ooh, that'd be either Andre Agassi is the only other male tennis player I know, or that very attractive Russian, I think. Oh. Sharapova? Um, yes, I believe maybe. that's her. I don't know if she's any good at tennis. Anna Kornikova? Oh, Korn- yeah, that's it. Kornikova. It's, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, her. She would probably be a close number three it is fun uh with john McEnroe though because everybody's so like quiet and pretty like it's kind of serious yeah except him (laughs) yeah the one person you expect to be serious is like moaning and screaming at the ref yeah um yeah 
Uh, and also, Super Bowl 24 is played. The San Francisco 49ers defeat the Denver Broncos 55-10 to in New Orleans. And uh, the MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP that year is Joe Montana. Mm. So, uh, hmm. Love but, his game. <laughs> heck of a game. Uh, also, uh, January of 1990, we like to talk music, movies, and video games. So, music released, or number one singles in January of 1990. Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. Oh, boy. I think we all know that. <laughs> you seem, you like it? Uh, I wouldn't exactly say I like it. I'm not a huge, big <laughs> Phil Collins fan. Yeah. But. Okay. Uh, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton. Definitely don't like that. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just supposed to feign, like, yeah. <laughs> ah. oh, you can share your opinion. Wow. Oh, no, I don't really have one. It's just, it's Michael Bolton. What's your favorite Michael Bolton song? <laughs> uh, Millie Vanilli had the number one album that month. Oh, wow. They were uh, good. And more so on the side of things you and I would like, They Might Be Giants release Flood. Ah, uh, hmm. that's the one. <laughs> and that uh, it was... On a lot of Nickelodeon stuff, or like uh, would have been background. Yeah, would have been just the right time. Yeah, um, yeah. As we as we know, big around Nickelodeon. Uh, movies number one movies in January of 1990 for three weeks. I already know you guys haven't seen it. Born on the Fourth of July. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. Jason hasn't seen it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for one week, Driving Miss Daisy. That's Very it. Good. That, Very that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already covered those movies. Generally, we pick a favorite. Um, I picked Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> Not having seen them, I'll, I would definitely pick uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Mm. I'm going to go with him on that as well, and it seems like it has a lot of staying power in culture jokes. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> in culture jokes. You, you get it a lot if you're, like, if, if you're hanging out with a black guy and he's driving, you'll hear... Oh, Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, mm. yeah. this happens a lot to you? or <laughs> Not a lot, but uh, more often than you might think. Um, so. You lead a fascinating yeah. life. <laughs> uh, also, that came out that month, but was not number one, Tremors. Oh, oh Tremors. What? I can't believe yeah. we weren't talking about that sooner. <laughs> well, it wasn't <laughs> no, number one. The... <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And also, uh, Brain Dead with uh, Paxton and Pullman. I missed that one. It's kind of like a B-level uh, horror flick. I could have guessed that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but Tremors is uh, Tremors is going there. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, in video games, we uh, Namco releases World Stadium '90, uh, Final Lap Two, a video game called Pi, Pi, <laughs> Dragon Saber, Rolling Thunder Two, Steel Gunner, and finally, Golly Ghost. Man, that was a weird month. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was a bad month for video games. Especially like. during a time that it seems like there should have been plenty of video games coming out. It, it does. What what system was out then? Refresh my memory. Was I don't well, think Genesis was out or Super Nintendo yet. Weren't they ninety three? Nintendo was out. Nintendo was ninety one. Yeah, Nintendo's so, out though. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, so there should have been something. There should have been something. Game. Yeah. Yeah, January might be like a weird month, just being uh, after Christmas. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Probably not that's a lot of all the garbage right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak this out. Um, so that's a little bit about January of 1990. But as we mentioned, the real focus today is uh, the first part of our Ernst trilogy, Cowboy Ernst. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. All right, Cowboy Ernst, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the episode starts with the gang, as I will refer to them from here on out, um, talking about a personality <laughs> test that we, I guess, are supposed to like 
gather that they took already, kind of. You know, yeah, like they, they t- She's just finishing up as the ep- <laughs> episode starts on Ted. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was. I like that. that Did, but the question was: If you were stuck in an elevator, who would it? Re- who would you rather be stuck with? Did you catch the names? No, I did not catch oh. that. Was it Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman was one. <laughs> um, and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the either. <laughs> the Hulk other. Hogan and somebody named Jim Baker, mm-hmm. which Ooh. the only person that came up online was like this uh, <laughs> evang- TV and evangelist <laughs> that was like, uh, you know, uh, convicted of some crime. Or something. Oh, okay. So it was odd, an odd <laughs> choice. I feel like. So, so you have two people convicted of crimes and one who's not. <laughs> Who would you want to be on the elevator with? Well, can I throw... I, I think I know who I'd choose. Well, who would you choose? Well, okay, I guess I don't know. I, Hulk Hogan's a safe choice for going home and <laughs> not having any terrifying stories to tell. Uh, but Pee Wee Herman, I mean... He'll make you laugh. He'll make you laugh, yeah. yeah. Last question. Okay. You're in an elevator caught between floors. You'd most like to be stuck with A, Pee Wee Herman... B, Hulk Hogan, or C, Jim Baker? Well, none of them, but if I had to pick, I guess A. Pee-wee Herman? <laughs> Good choice, Brad. Yeah, so. Yeah. An, an interesting Whatever. choice. Uh, yeah. I, I, I thought this was, do you think it was supposed to be this intentionally funny? Because I thought it was a very funny way to start the episode. Um, I, I don't know what I thought about. personality I mean, tests I, really hot in 1990? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, I mean, 17, that's like the last page uh, is a personality test. Uh, that was that was hot all the way into 99. Oh, okay. For sure. After that, I lose touch with it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, they, they needed some way to establish Ted's uh, bad personality. Right. Crappy personality. Everybody's great except for Ted. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're, while they're making fun of him, um, they notice some surveyors nearby. And they get into, like, this line of banter that's the worst thing in the episode. I mean, Hey, look over there. Yeah. What are they doing? They look like surveyors. Uh I wonder what Mr. Ernst is thinking about building this week. Oh, you know, Mr. E, it's probably something like a giant telescope to contact alien life forms. (laughs) Either that or tanning salon. No, you guys, come on. Think of the law of averages. I bet it's something really cool this time. Like more stables. Or bigger bunkhouses. Or an Olympic-sized pool. Or a huge spa with mud baths and Swedish saunas and facilities for a body rub. Hey Dude has a tendency of this where, like, I feel like the writers wanted to write really quick dialogue, but the actors didn't have the ability to deliver it. (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty poor uh, dialogue, I think. I think the actors are actually the good part about it. Oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) I have a real problem with the acting in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know if that was standard for the show at all, because it's been a long time since I watched it. I think the scene you're talking about right now is when uh, Melody or Brad, maybe, was daydreaming about the spa <laughs> yes. and yeah. and that did you feel like you were about to see like a you know a dream yes. sequence yes. happen I, i'm like on the edge of my seat like here it comes <laughs> we're gonna see them in a spa and then it doesn't happen and i just i have to think that if that was happening in 2018 yes. we would have not been denied <laughs> the camera even like zooms in slowly on her face as yeah. if and she like looks into the distance like she's about to start remembering but i'm sure the production people are like this is going to be like an extra couple thousand dollars to shoot yeah. this thing <laughs> yeah i can see that family guy would have had something yes. <laughs> um so they uh 
wondering what's going on, they go yeah. to see Mr. Ernst, yeah. who tries to play it cool by avoiding their questions. So the Mr. Ernst claims that the ranch is being replaced by something. Yeah. Uh, any, any, do you remember what it, what he's replacing it with? A mall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's an odd, you know. <laughs> now it's odd. Yeah, for the, the mid- time, in the middle it was like, of, well, made total sense. But... It, it struck me as odd because they're in the middle oh. of the desert. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's good. <laughs> that's a good point. Who's going, who's going there? But, didn't even think of it. As we find out, well, we'll find out later that this was just Mr. Ernst's bad lying. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, uh, Mr. Ernst explains that he's selling the ranch so that he can uh, fund his new business venture, Ernst's Miracle Desert Sod. Mm. That, that's uh, a real heavy sigh coming from me. <laughs> that joke. Wow, really? Well, it was following, it actually followed what I think was the pinnacle joke of the episode, Oof. and this is coming from, I think... We're not even close to the pinnacle joke of the episode. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's, that's interesting. I'm curious what yours will be. Mine was, and this is, I think, coming from a place of being a dad now, when they're trying to get information out of him and he starts going off on a tangent mm. about cockroaches and they're like no what about the surveyors and he's like well i don't know they can live a long time or something like that and i just that was oh quality writing wow. for my parent i also thought that was a really good joke say speaking of dying i just read that cockroaches can live up to 15 years isn't that amazing i think that's really amazing Great. Well, what about the surveyors well, I don't know how long surveyors can live. Uh, if they lead a healthy life, don't drink or smoke, I'm, I'm sure surveyors can live quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. it was really, really quick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I... I can't believe there you would even qualify anything in this episode as pinnacle, but... Uh... There was one... <laughs> I'll get to it. Okay, I can't it. wait. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Ernst gets a phone call, luckily, and gets pulled away from the gang, so he doesn't have to explain himself. But Buddy's lurking nearby <laughs> and overhears his phone call and discovers the truth, which is that Mr. Ernst doesn't think he has what it takes to be a ranch owner yeah. or a real cowboy. Buddy, I remember liking Buddy so much <laughs> when it originally aired. Um, and Buddy's played by an actor named Josh Teigel. And uh, he really might be one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my life. Every time he delivered a line, I wanted it to end as quickly as possible. Felt like he was somebody's buddy who <laughs> came on the show and just said, Hey, I can do this. Yeah, the producer's kid or something. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, I truly enjoy, I not, did not enjoy his performance. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't a fan of it, really. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Buddy tells the gang uh, mm-hmm. the truth, and they decide that they have to figure out some way to convince Mr. Ernst that he can do it after all. Yeah. I don't understand this, guys. I mean, I thought Mr. Ernst loved it out here. I thought running a ranch in the Wild West was his dream. It is. At least it was. It isn't anymore? I heard him say on the phone today that the only reason he's selling is because he just realized that he's not a cowboy. I could have told him that a long time ago. Wait a second. That's it. What's it? I've got the perfect plan. Uh-oh, I'm getting out of yeah, here. Yeah, wait for me. <laughs> Ted plan alert, Ted plan alert. Oh, guys, just hear me out, all right? Um, and this comes right before an interesting commercial break. There's a, you know, there's a cut here. Uh, great line from Buddy. I think we should probably listen to it. My dad, great cowboy. Are you nuts? 
<laughs> and then... Oh, so heavy-handed. Okay. <laughs> now, that, now that we've heard the joke, let's come back from the commercial break and hear the how it starts. Then. My dad? A cowboy? Are you nuts? Uh, yeah, so I think I was scratching my head a little bit at that point. <laughs> Um, so just a weird, weird choice there, I guess. But, um, anyway, when we come back, um, Ted, we join Ted and Buddy and Ted is trying to, uh, plan a duel between him and Mr. Ernst to see who's the, well, to kind of like let Mr. Ernst win. Yeah. The whole idea spawns from Ted, which leaves everybody doubtful. Yeah, that, yeah. They, that they could. Oh yeah, this is. But the, they, uh, they still I, the go personality along with it. test yeah. is coming back. They do yeah. go along with it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> what else do they have to who do? Who cares? He's an idiot. But let's listen to him. <laughs> well, the other people don't actually really go along with this one. Not quite yet. Yeah, ah. because he starts with the stupidest possible. Yes. stupidest possible idea. Um, yeah, they they are gonna duel with squirt guns, and he's gonna let Mister Ernst win, and you know beat yeah, him. I'd... But Mister Ernst, of course messes the whole thing up and uh, kind of, I don't know, fumbles the gun and steps on it and breaks it. And it's yeah. A I mean, he thing. starts by kind of taunting Ted, which seems weird. He's a full-grown man. Um, but <laughs> Well, it's like he's living out his fantasy yeah. of being a cowboy. Or whatever. I mean, maybe my biggest laughs were the close-ups on Mr. Ernst's face during... <laughs> During the uh, the dr- like when right before he's about to draw, he's making kind of all sorts of faces at Ted. Pretty good close-ups. You must have had a slightly better video quality where you could tell what faces they were doing. Um, the interesting thing I found with the duel is when it came to that, and he was what I assumed washing a regular gun. Um, again, I don't know if that was video quality or just how authentic squirt guns looked in the nineties. And I don't remember them looking like that, but maybe they did. It, they did look very real. I, I didn't even catch that they were squirt guns. I thought it was going to be a real duel at first. I was like, wow, this is pretty serious for a Nickelodeon. I didn't think they were going to shoot each other. I just no, thought no, they were no. going to draw real guns, yeah, and yeah. he had to wash his first with water, which, if you know anything about firearms, is an excellent way to clean your gun. Freddie, how'd the gunfight go? My dad is the first person in history to injure himself with a squirt gun. Great, we have to go through with this, Danny. My dad throwing a lasso? Are you nuts? Shh. Okay, here he comes. Okay, now remember, Brad, no matter how lame he throws the lasso, just tell him it's great. I know, I know. Okay. Um, alright, well, meanwhile, Brad and Danny uh, have an idea of their own to get Mr. Ernst to throw a lasso and uh, convince him, you know, again, that he's... Uh, real uh, cowboy, yeah. Um, and they plan to just like lie to him, like they don't yeah. expect him to actually do good. Yeah, this is very clumsy planning. <laughs> Every all these ideas are so half-hearted. Yeah, this it, felt worse than the duel. I didn't understand how they could fake <laughs> it. The duel you can draw yes. slow. This one, he, what does he do? Tie himself up and fall Basically, over it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Ernst has a line that. Um, well, let's just hear it. <sighs> I'm a cowboy. Right. Oprah Winfrey is the queen of Greece. <laughs> I, I somehow missed that uh, in the first viewing. That's fantastic. Yeah, profound thought. That was almost my funniest uh, moment, but it got upstaged later on in the episode. Curious to see what I forgot. Still can't wait. <laughs> um, so Mr. Ernst screws this up again, and uh, even he is not fooled into thinking that he's good after this, and he kind of walks off all upset. Um, 
So the gang gets back together, and <laughs> Ted is just refusing to give it up. They all want to just forget about it yeah. and let the ranch be sold, but Ted, Ted, <laughs> Ted's personality just uh, will not let him forget and about it. This is pretty consistent with Ted's character. Yeah. If you watch, you know, a couple Hey Dude, he is very persistent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so their plan here, though, is uh, to have Mr. Ernst save Brad from a snake on the ground. A, f- a like fake snake. It's a very convoluted kind of plan. Yeah, but it's pretty... Compared to the other plans <laughs> yes, yes. right now, this one's sounding very solid. A lot of a controlled environment here. Yeah. Brad's so. going to ride up on her horse. She hasn't. She's a good enough horseback rider that she'll make the horse seem scared yeah. by the snake. Mr. Ernst will jump into action, I guess. Yeah. My dad? A snake charmer? Are you nuts? Enough of that, buddy, all right? This is the thinking, Yes. Um, but it's a fake snake. Right. Uh, but uh, what the gang doesn't realize oh is that Mr. Ernst has been listening to the oh whole plan. Oh, boy. And oh yeah. he knows what's in store. Yeah. You missed another good line here. I'm this... Just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I really want to know what you missed too, because I missed I missed a lot of them. I was focused on other uh, things. Right when the kids are talking about, um, you know, doing this, and he comes out, uh, he gives a very dramatic read. Uh, let's hear it here. Those kids. Those kids. <laughs> Oh man, that's a very '90s dialogue right yeah. there. It's, yeah. You had to have that at some point, or you'd yeah. be written off the air. <laughs> two two different reads, but both profound. Um, so seemingly the plan <clears throat> is actually working. I guess um, Brad comes riding in with the horse. Gets it gets scared by what we believe is the fake snake. Kind of. Do we, we I guess, we that? know that it's real. <laughs> yeah, we we know it because we can see it moving pretty early on. Yeah. If the video quality had been better, I would have definitely known it was real. <laughs> HD would have seen the scales and movement, breathing. Maybe. Oh, I watched mine in Blu-ray. What did you guys watch it on? I watched it on uh, VHS, oh. but it was copied from Beta. Uh, so uh, that's a joke for you people from the '80s. Yeah, uh, we we did post the episode this last week, so the listeners may know what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> Um, so, however, we find out that Ted, uh, hasn't placed the fake snake, Mm. and that it's a real snake. Sorry, I'm late. It was harder than I thought to hook this fishing line up to Mr. Snake. (laughs) That's the fake snake? Yeah, why? Then what's that Mr. Ernst sitting around his neck? Mr. Ernst somehow not realizing he's holding a live creature. Yes, insanity kind of ensues, I guess. Uh, Well, it it all kind of works out, actually, weirdly. And then eventually Mr. Ernst realizes that it's a a real snake around his shoulder. Can I just give my thought here? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not... Love to hear it. The consensus here is this proved Mr. Ernst was a real cowboy. Well, I mean, th- he passes out when he realizes it's a real snake. <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, are like, wow, you did. They kind of convince him, like, a- and he can't quite remember. He's like, well, did I really, am I really that great? I felt like. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not sure picking up the snake proves anything except for the fact that, like, Mr. Ernst is truly an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but 
he was blinded by his confidence. Were, yes, trying yes. to trick him, and he's like, "I know this is a fake snake. These guys, wow, it's it's moving and crawling around. These kids have technology I don't understand. But hey, I'm going to keep on standing here like it's fake." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we didn't mention Ted's original personality score at the beginning of the episode. It was asparagus. Sixty-five. <laughs> The personality of asparagus. <laughs> yeah. And after Mr. Ernst is uh, saved or whatever, um, Ted, we find out Ted's new personality score. A 50... 55. It's 10 points it's 55. lower. Oh, <laughs> which is that of... Uh, isn't it an onion? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Ted's an idiot, I guess. Um, <laughs> this is you, interesting. You can... <laughs> you, is asparagus... Or onion, which is better to you? Hmm. As a food? As a food, yeah. Just if it, you were gonna hang out with one, maybe. But yeah, as a food, <laughs> what do you like more? The onion does have the like complex, uh, you know, like the metaphor for your life. Like yes, peeling, absolutely. The uh, layers, yeah. and you you hear it a lot. Uh, asparagus sticks with you much longer than you remember, typically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you, are you talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. And I, it, when we were talking about them not giving up on, or Ted not giving up, it yeah. kind of reminded me of asparagus wow. in the sense that you eat asparagus, it's great, it's really fun, and yeah. then maybe a day later, you're reminded of that asparagus again. Sure. And it just, it it doesn't give up on you, even if you gave up sticks on it. Sticks to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sticks to okay. it. And But okay. at the same time, an onion can make your eyes water. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And certainly Ted really saves the day here. Saves oh, the ranch, wow. I think you could say. <laughs> Making my eyes water. Yeah. That was my head exploding. <laughs> I, I know they can't see it. So. <laughs> it happened. You're saying Ted saved the day? I mean, if he doesn't set up this whole... Yes, okay. This whole, he accidentally kind of lucks it, into it, saving the I mean, he's, he's on time. The, the crew was ready to quit. Yeah, that's true. That's wouldn't. true. Yeah. And he onions him into it. <laughs> oh, guys, I was a little bit mad at first, but then I realized that... That your plan making was just a measure of how much you love this ranch. And it, it made me realize how much I love it here. And uh, I know I'm just an accountant from New Jersey. I'll never be a cowboy. But but this ranch is my dream. I'm going to stick with it. Besides, uh, my uh, sod is all turning brown. So you decided not to sell the ranch? Uh, I just called him an hour ago, called it off. Well, in one yet another scene... Um, Mr. Ernst, emboldened by his heroism, decides that he, in fact, is a real cowboy. My dad, a cowboy hero. Of course. And he can now ride a horse, and the final joke is him getting on the horse backward. Uh, <laughs> Which is, <laughs> that your, is that your pinnacle joke? Uh, I hope no, not. no, 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 okay. no. That's not it. Um, but there's something else here that I thought was pretty funny. This isn't the pinnacle either, but um, he says... We're running out of time. <laughs> I know, this apex is... Uh... Uh, I'll give it to you in the straight observation. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's like a build... There's like this little build-up, and he's like, Now you can call me Cowboy <laughs> Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, partners. Whoa! Whoa Mr. Ben! <laughs> I thought I'd take Smokey here out for a ride. I don't think I've ever seen you on a horse, mystery. What's to know? For a cowboy with instincts like mine, it'll be a snap. Hey, you saw me with that snake the other day, didn't you? <laughs> okay, Mr. Ernst, if you insist, it is your ranch. That's right it is, and there's going to be a few changes around here, partners. I don't want you to call me Mr. Ernst anymore. From now on, it'll be Cowboy Ben. 
You got it, cowboy Ben. This episode's called Cowboy, and I've been waiting for that the whole time, and then they. Well, do you think the writers knew that that was going to be the name of the episode, and oh, this was maybe. a real wink? As if kids, but kids back in those days didn't know what episodes were called, yeah, did they? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, and parents, I don't think, watched the same way with kids. Yeah. You know, they're not sitting there at 2 o'clock on a Friday <laughs> in January, like, watching for these little slip-in jokes for parents, because there, there's not many of them. Oh, he said Cowboy Ben, but this episode is called Cowboy Ernst. I saw it in the TV guy. There's, uh, people didn't know the name of episodes, um... From like the the eighties and nineties, they didn't know it until Friends came out on DVD that these all yeah, had yeah. episode names. Yeah. Back in the forties or uh, I, maybe not forties, fifties, it was obvious because it was at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. But this time period, I think people forgot that that happened. Yeah. yeah, I I took it as just a poor mistake by the writers. Like they just mm. somehow had a horrible. I have trouble imagining the Hey Do writers making any mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's pretty much how it ends. Yeah, uh, he's still he's still a doofus. Yes, the kids yes. Saved, have saved the ranch, I guess. Yes, indirectly. Luckily, yeah. luckily right? Because there's three more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you feel good? Yeah. I, well, you know, <laughs> I feel uh, hmm, not 100% fulfilled by yeah. this episode, but uh, All right. but uh, you know. Nice I'm not, I'm not angry that I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither am I. Uh, so let's do a little bit of bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um, since this was a Mr. Ernst-heavy episode, I decided why not just... Started out with the let's, big man. Let's get to know him. Uh, David Brisbane, Mr. Uh, what's his? No, I can't remember his first ben name. Ernst. Ben Ernst. <laughs> Mr. Ben Ernst, Cowboy Ben. Cowboy um, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> He's been in some really good stuff. Um, just to name half a dozen or so. Uh, oh, Wonder, Wonder Years. He made an appearance. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. I which I. I mean, you don't know him on Seinfeld, the hand model. Oh, wow. I can't believe I forgot that. Come on. (laughs) I I don't watch Seinfeld. uh, You didn't have cable growing up. Well, actually... (laughs) We're about to kick Jason out. uh, Jerry Seinfeld and I have a back and forth (laughs) kind of like a, you know... Sure. I don't want to get into it on your show. I don't need to make enemies. (laughs) Um, He was also in, and I know you know this one, Jason, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, Man in Car. Um... (laughs) That that's what it that's the credit anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> He also made appearances in Forrest Gump. I, I don't even know. I he was a reporter, I believe, okay. in Forrest Gump. Hmm. Um, I, I don't remember. I, I can't think of one of these things where I'm like, is that the hey dude that's guy? Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld was like that for me, but uh, also X Files and Firewalk with Me, the wow. Twin Peaks movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he's done some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah I think he was, uh, if my internet movie database research, uh, if I'm remembering yeah. right, I think he was also an ER mm. or uh, some kind of surgery show, but for uh. like a season. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, like 13 episodes to his credits, so wow. he's been pretty successful. He might yeah. be the second most successful actor out of that show. Quite possibly. After uh, yeah, Asher, I think probably. Josh, Josh Teagle? Yes, yeah, of course. Asher, Josh Teagle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I, 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 like I said, Internet Movie Database was the bulk of my research, and I, my wife kept saying this over and over again that Ben Stiller's wife was in it, and I kept saying, I don't think they're married anymore because that was a while ago. <laughs> But they are still married. Oh. 18 years, and uh, oh. according to my wife, that is the equivalent of 60 years to somebody who's not <laughs> in Hollywood. So, mazel tov. And that's Josh Teagle. No, no. I'm, <laughs> that is uh, Christine Taylor. Oh, okay. Uh, who played Melody. Yeah. And um, also, Mr. Ernst has been married to the same person since 1988. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember her name, <laughs> but uh, 88, that's like 100 years for you <laughs> or I. Um, interesting. And uh, I, I, I don't know, like besides Hey Dude, the only thing that really jumps to my mind for Christine Taylor is Seinfeld and Zoolander. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Zoolander. She's... Mm. I think she's in Knocked Up too. Or she's she's got about thirty credits. Um, whereas, uh, what was that? David Brisbane mm-hmm. has like sixty nine. Yeah. I remembered it because it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're all smaller parts, whereas her parts were often larger parts. And yeah. uh. I remember her and knew who she was. Yeah. So. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I I got the production side. Don't worry. Uh, this episode is directed by Frederick King Keller, who hmm. directed 28 episodes of Hey Dude. Wow. So he's their guy. Uh, oh, wow. He is their guy. Uh, he also ep- directed two episodes of Roswell, um, four, four episodes of Angel, six episodes of 24, three episodes of CSI Miami, hmm. uh, and two episodes of House. So all pretty much in the same vein as <laughs> yeah. Hey Dude. Yes. <laughs> they, they saw him. <laughs> The people, the people on Twenty Four saw Hey Dude. And they're like, "You got to get us this guy." <laughs> Have you seen this episode, Cowboy Ernst? <laughs> Masterpiece. The snake was real. Bad. Uh, this episode's written by a guy named Dean Young, uh, who this is the only Hey Dude he wrote. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. So Bad. he will, he will not be back in our Mr. Ernst trilogy. <laughs> Oh, I hate when they deviate from the original yeah. writing and directing yeah. staff for a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Really. Especially when it's so good. Ah. Right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, he was a story editor on the show Mad About You. Hmm. Uh, that. He also wrote six episodes of King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. why? So, again, a real natural connection well, here. I, I guess the Southwest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he produced and wrote an episode of Community. Hmm. So. Oh, oh. What, which episode do you know? I don't know. I don't like yeah. that show. <laughs> I like the first two seasons, maybe three. Oh, okay. So most of it. Oh, six. Oh, six. wow. Yeah. There's six yeah, seasons? Six. The sixth season was uh, a channel I'm sure we're all really happy existed. Yahoo. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was Yahoo's big break. And yeah. wow, did they <laughs> really run with it. <laughs> It was like uh, co-produced by Yahoo and AIM. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, they didn't have uh, Chevy Chase anymore, uh-huh. and uh, you might not realize this, but him and Donald Glover, who also wasn't in it, might have been ah. the glue that held that show together. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's well, let's move on to some trivia if you have any. Yeah, um, just one little thing here. Sure. It the show was produced by Cinetel Films who you may know from their 415-episode run of I-40 Paradise, 
which was a sitcom on the Nashville Network from 1983 <laughs> till 1986. That is their only other thing? Yes. No, no, no. That's not their oh, only other thing. Okay. That's the most notable other oh, thing. That, okay. You said that was a sitcom and yes. it had 400 some episodes. Yes. I'm amazed that... I understand it's an obscure... I mean, this is real amazement. I've been sarcastic a few times this episode. I can't believe I haven't heard of it. Ah! Not only that, but three years it was on. So they made 415 episodes in three years. Of a sitcom. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. I mean, they filmed an episode daily or... Sitcom, by the way, is short for situational comedy. Oh. Funny little trivia fact about I-40 Paradise... It was the first show to, or the first sitcom to film an entire episode in one day. Wow, oh, wow, that seems weird. I thought like it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, any trivia, Jason? Uh, I just the stuff that was on Internet Movie Database. Right. Um, the the set is still up in Arizona, and I, yeah, yeah. I, well, I think it's a it's a real place. It, yeah. Well, it's a part of a resort that uh-huh. has a different name, and for whatever reason. I, I think I just assumed one of you would have it written down, so I didn't write down the name, uh, but it's in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, Tanque Verde Guest Ranch. Uh, I, I guessed correct. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or Tanque. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a vacation there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> visit, visit the original set. You know, it's hey. funny that like the Hey Dude set has outlasted the actual Nickelodeon <laughs> studios in Orlando. <laughs> Which outlasted In your thing. face. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I had the same thing here that the that it's still standing and that um, that the show was ultimately canceled uh, once Nickelodeon decided to make the move permanently to Orlando. They said they simply could not justify the production costs of filming in Tucson. Now, where were they before then? I wondered that, but not enough to look it up. Nickelodeon. Yeah, it seemed like all over the place. Okay. Um, like for example, I know Double Dare was originally filmed in Philadelphia. Uh, Salute Your Shorts was in California. Hey Dude was in. Um, Arizona, so I guess I understand, like, fiscally, why not just everything yeah, in Orlando? Yeah. But, so, that's trivia. Let's get to the real fun, stray observations. <laughs> well, I've got quite a few for this episode. <laughs> um, to begin with, did you catch everyone's personality scores? You better believe it. <laughs> I, I did, I didn't write them down. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they got higher and higher and higher. I remember that. And then they plummeted. Yes, yes. Uh, You want to name them? Danny had an 84. Christine had an 87. Brad had a 98. And Ted started with a 65. That's mostly correct, except her character name is Melody and her real life name is Christine. Oh, yes, my bad. (laughs) Ben Stiller's wife. Yeah, you can't be that famous and not get called by your real name. (laughs) Um, did you catch Mr. Ernst's nickname when he was a journalist in college? Sure did. <laughs> it's a good one. Scoop, was it? Oh, it's yeah, Scoop, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop Ernst. Ben. <laughs> um, did you catch what the front lobby was planned to be turned into? A farmer's market. Uh, Wasn't it? That's not what I oh. had. Oh, I, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a. it was a fritter stand. This was specifically the front office. Can can we go I to the, uh, the clip that. there for that? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I thought they said farmers market. Um, 
Uh, did so you catch excited about that. <laughs> who was the phone call that Mr. Ernst uh, got? Who was on the phone? I did not. You don't know? Oh. Ralph from the Circle J, of course. Oh. Uh, I assume J. that's another ranch. Ralph. Oh, that makes sense. I thought it was like Circle K, like a <laughs> that's, gas yeah. station. <laughs> um, what does Mr. Ernst use to cut his patch of sod? Uh, a ra- Like a hair oh, facial yeah. razor. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shaver. Um, and, well, where did Mr. Ernst uh, used to live and what was his occupation? Mm, you think- mean... We find it out in this episode. New Jersey? Oh, this is where we learn it? Yep. Yeah, New he, Jersey. He was, uh, what, an accountant? Yes, an yeah. accountant. Wow, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, for sure that one I was going to get Well, you this on. is the only episode that I had to go on, right. so all the information was new and important, and I was like, <laughs> they must talk about the fact that he's an accountant all the time. It's probably well-known information. Uh, um, one other thing is I just noticed a great shot of Mr. Ernst in the credit role of, like, his face, like, looking into the sun and just, like, glinting <laughs> off of his glasses. Uh-huh. Very good. Um, but to finally get to my best line of the episode. Oh, I'm excited. Let's I just have hear. got the perfect plan. Oh, please, somebody shoot him. He might have arms or... That is... So, <laughs> there you have it. Nope. Best line of the episode. <laughs> I... Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, your delivery was much better than their delivery. <laughs> so, I, I, I like it now. I just washed over me in the episode. I don't think I even picked wow. up Wow. Well, for me, that was the tops as far as written <laughs> jokes go. Purposeful jokes. Well, um, that's mm. that's it for my extra observations. A little fake trivia about that. It was actually supposed to be out of his misery. She screwed up the line. <laughs> <laughs> that is fake trivia. Not real. And that's why Dean Young never came back again. <laughs> I had one observation about the episode that I was really focused on for the rest of it, but it, it seems like a day goes by in this episode, and you know that because their outfits change. Um, I'm not sure if the guys' outfits changed, but the girls seem to just switch their outfits. They were wearing, I don't know if identical, this is a video quality thing, but they were. it looked like they were wearing identical outfits one day to another, except the different girls, so... Oh, yeah, oh, I did not notice that. Well, it's really dusty out there, and... <laughs> want to look fresh. As well, we learned from the pilot episode uh, in which they're throwing dirt on the tech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would it would seem though they would wear their own different clothes instead of each other's clothes from the previous uh, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know if I made that clear. The girls seem to be wearing each other's <laughs> shirts from the previous day. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah go well, back. I like to think that's a really deep writing choice. Yeah, I think like to let you know how close they yeah. really are there. And that's how I took it, too, because I was going to overanalyze this episode. Well, I like that. Yeah. Um, For a second, I thought you were going to say go back to the episode, but that must be a mistake, I think. No, you don't, you, no one would want to go back I'm to this I'm not planning episode. on going back to this episode, no. <laughs> I, I did it once. <laughs> Jason's going home tonight. <laughs> going to kick his feet up and take in a little cowboy here. <laughs> Um, okay, so you mentioned the personality test results, but did you did you catch like what their character traits were that were associated mm, with no. the numbers? No. Uh, Danny was fun and spirited. Hmm. Chris, oh my bad, sorry. Melody was <laughs> warm and pleasant. 
Brad was sparkling, was a sparkling gem. And then, as we've already mentioned, Ted's an asparagus. Um, now, Danny and Melody had, their scores were separated by a point, weren't they? I mean, they were a few points. They were very close, right? They were pretty close. 84 and 87. Okay, that, that, that I'm going to call bad writing there, because typically <laughs> you have a range in these personality tests. It doesn't make sense that they would have not gotten the same. It, it's possible they were right on the line, but 84 to 87 yeah. is probably going to fall in the same category. Yeah, yeah. that's a good, definitely a good Just, point. <laughs> Dean Young. <laughs> At it again. Uh, did you guys take note of how many surveyors were on the ranch? No. Definitely not. Uh, if memory serves one... <laughs> uh, two. You're very close. Oh, almost had it. Wow. Um, how long can a cockroach live? Very long time. A thousand years or something? Uh, uh, according to Mr. Ernst, uh, 15 years. Oh. How long can a surveyor live? <laughs> this was this was the joke I loved. Yeah, yeah, a long time if they don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some healthy life choices as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, how many times has Lisa, who we didn't mention, but uh, yes. she, she's the helper on the ranch, um, as she, as she, she go ahead. She showed up in the episode, but she really wasn't important to the plot line. No, they they yeah. they run the situation by her briefly, and she profoundly says a ranch hand belongs on a ranch. Um, but she also mentions that she's had <laughs> been fired several times yes. from working on a ranch. Did you catch how many times uh, her ranch is closed? Three, I think. That's right. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that was weird that she almost was like, get ready to give up. Yeah. She's about to just pack it in again. Well, I think life has worn her down. She yeah, knows this true. is just part of living in the desert. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe it's very common for ranches to close mm. down. Especially in that area, there's probably a lot of ranch competition. <laughs> um, and she's like, okay, there goes another one. I'm just going to go get another job. I've done this three other times. Yeah. At the Circle J, maybe. <laughs> At the Circle J, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm sure the people of Tucson are like, oh, there's Lisa. <laughs> Another ranch. Um, <clears throat> what did uh, Mr. Ernst get stuck in his foot during the uh, draw with Ted? Part of the squirt gun. Yeah. I know. Was there a specific part you're looking for? Yeah, he called it a plastic shard. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, yes, a plastic shard. But I'll accept it. part of the squirt gun. <laughs> um, what did Mr. Ernst think you do to horses? Another good joke here. I might have missed this one. Uh, he's kind of cocky when he says, of course he knows the purpose for horses is to milk them. Huh. <laughs> I totally yeah, missed that I joke. Where, where that was either. that joke? It was in there. <laughs> well, maybe I will be rewatching this episode. <laughs> I think it was right before uh, him and Ted do the, the, hmm. the, the duel. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what type of snake does Danny say is wrapped around Mr. Ernst's neck? Bull snake. That's right. A bull snake. Hmm. Which is not venomous. Do you have any background on why you know that, or? Uh, because I was watching a documentary about snakes not that long before this, uh, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if it's one of the snakes." Oh, it's not. So, it, <laughs> interesting story. <laughs> um, and then my last stray observation: we've talked about it, but Mr. Ernst's new name, Cowboy Ben. Oh yeah, Ben. Uh, ben. Yeah. Ben. Okay. You heard me. Cowboy Ben. <laughs> Um, so, want to do ratings? Oh, yeah. Uh, IMDb gives this episode an 8.2 out of 10. Wow. It's, I 
think the highest it's either the highest or like tied for highest rated episode of Hey Dude. Wow. That is insane. The, the show overall based on this one episode <laughs> seemed pretty highly rated to me. It's shockingly high. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really hope IMDb's just out of their mind and it's not Well, it's and fans. The rest, yeah, it's Well, I mean I'm hoping the rest if we go to see some more episodes uh-huh. that uh, they're not going to be significantly <laughs> worse than this one. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't speak for that. Uh, TV.com even higher, eight point four out of ten. Okay. Just uh, so so it's time for us to give our Krebs stars out of five. What did you give Cowboy Ernst? Uh, this was easy for me. Two and a half Krebs stars. Totally middle of the road episode. I liked some things about it. I was <laughs> bored some of the time. Yeah. I you know there's not much more to say about it. I don't think. Yeah. I uh, I looked at this again, not watching a lot of Nick, and so I just had to take it by itself, not knowing what any of the other episodes. And I tried to put myself in what I thought the mind of the target audience was, which again I'm still not sure what it is. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. Okay. Um, I, I didn't think it was so bad to give it, you know, a, a midway point. I wanted to give it a little bit more. And, <laughs> Quite honestly, I couldn't remember if we were allowed to do 0.5, so it it probably would have gotten a 2.75 had I wanted to... Do you want to do that? Because you can. People, people, (laughs) guests have gone there. Okay, well, let me just... And and Daniel. I I changed it to 2.75. 2.75. Yeah, Yeah, because it, three felt too high. Mm. Anything less than that, you know, at a solid point felt too low, because it wasn't horrible. I... That cockroach joke really got me. Kills. I mean, if I had stopped the episode right there, yeah. if that had been the last joke of the episode, that would have swayed me into maybe four times. Yeah, and you missed that joke about uh, milking horses. I did. I wouldn't say I'm missing it. But... Uh, well, very good. A 2.75? 2. 2.75. That yeah. feels nice. Yeah, that's yeah, respectable. It, it yeah. feels comfortable. Well, we're all living in the same range here. Uh, I also gave it a 2.5 mm. out of 5 uh, for all the reasons we've been talking about. I, I was particularly affected by what I thought was... Um, m- the acting was a little worse than I remembered, mm. particularly Buddy. Um, but uh, overall, uh, kind of a harmless episode. Didn't, yeah. didn't bother me too much. I think uh, I like Mr. Ernst, but I don't like him as much as, say, Ugg. Hmm. who's, I feel like, a similar character, but just Mr. Ernst is a little weaker. His yeah. jokes don't quite fall as well. And Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could hear that. I would say he's almost, coming from somebody who doesn't watch it a lot, forgettable. Mm. Um, whereas Ugg, now that we've brought up Salute Your Shorts, is a show I was <laughs> able to get away with watching. Ah. And uh, I remember him very well and fondly. Yeah, good. So, as you yeah, should. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> All right, well, we've decided this week to bring a, a whole new segment to our episode reviews, which I don't know why we haven't been doing, but it's yeah. it's just a simple little idea, and we like to call it, Are You Afraid to Name the Episode? So, in this segment... Yeah, uh, I did uh, give... 
I did give an alternate name to the 13th floor, if oh, you that's recall. Right. That's right. Which I was pretty proud of. <laughs> I, I'd almost uh, like to go back. Well, so tell the concept. Uh, yeah, we're uh, just an alternate title for the episode. <laughs> like something that we would call it based on what the episode is about, what was yeah. happening in the episode. Yeah. And I'd maybe like, at some point, let's just go back and just rename everything we've... <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. It'd be a whole episode in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you so, ready? Yeah, you ready I'm, for this? Because I'm pretty proud. Of it. <laughs> but after I you want you to go. I, yeah, I, I'm hoping it's as good as uh, the. Uh, what was the joke? I can't even remember. It blew I, my I mind. Oh, our it. misery. Get yeah. out of our misery. <laughs> yes, please, please put us out of our misery. Or put. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would call this episode "What an Ernst Believes." <laughs> what? <laughs> now that that sounds like a. Play on words there. What's yeah. the what's the play? Uh, you know, uh, what a fool believes by oh, the BJ's. Okay. Oh. And Mr. Ernst kind of a fool. And in this episode, it's kind of about like him not believing in himself and then learning to believe himself wow. in himself. Okay. So, what yeah. an Ernst believes. Hmm. I like it. I thought it was going to be a letdown. I really did. <laughs> so, so I like it. Cool. Um, I, I went from a very cynical standpoint. Oh, and wow. The name's almost kind of like, uh, you know, the always it's always sunny. They always say, this again, does this again, eh. does that. And I, ah. I had, uh, hey, dude, breaks the fourth wall. Because they did that a lot, sometimes intentionally, <laughs> and uh, sometimes I don't think so intentionally. Yeah. What, what was one where they broke the fourth wall? I'm trying to think. My dad, a cowboy? Yes. Are oh, you yeah. nuts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think Danny did it uh, more than once, too. Kind of like letting you know, like, hey, one of us is as smart as you guys yes, here. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is nice, because I, I like to believe that Danny was as smart as us. Yeah. Yeah, Danny, I think, it, I picture him as the most, like, down-to-earth, intelligent character. He's, yeah. he's definitely <laughs> the glue holding the place together. Without him, I don't think they'd be able to function. No work <laughs> would be getting done whatsoever. Interesting about him, that is his only acting credit. And he's also a Mexican-American, which, from the threads I was reading, is kind of unique for the time. Uh, mm. There wasn't a lot of Mexican-Americans having a lead role in a show, certainly mm. not being the smartest yeah. character on the show. So I like Danny. I like him a lot, too. I was very disappointed to see I couldn't find him in anything else. Um, something interesting about that, kind of, is that I don't think anybody's been able to track him down, the actor. Like, in recent years, as hmm. people have been trying to find, like, you know. Yeah, I, I tried to look yeah. him up because the only trivia that I could find on him that he was artistically talented, and there's hmm. a episode named Dudesbury play on Doonesbury, um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know. Uh, and it was based on the fact that he was a good artist, so I tried uh, to find his art, and I found one scary-looking Joe Torres. i hoping it's not him, yeah. because he's fallen a far way. Oh. So. I, I mentioned on a, our Clarissa Explains It All episode that like I was very excited when I saw the guy who played Marshall. Clarissa's dad's name was Joe in the title credits. Yeah. This was um, a similar experience seeing another Joe. <laughs> Uh, a fine actor as Joe Torres. Um, if anybody knows him, tell me what we'd like we to talk to him. We might have to track him down just for this. I personally would like to talk to him. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Just like not even on the podcast. Just No, just have a conversation like, yeah. thanks for being that episode. It felt like there was somebody there I could <laughs> a little bit. Um, for Are You Afraid to Name the Episode, I was really going back and forth, um, but I think I went with the only title you could go with. <laughs> Well, that's already wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, we've got two, and I had one more as well, just in case. Uh, I went with K 
Cowboy Ben. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, that was a missed opportunity for sure. I considered sure. it, yeah. but it yeah. just seemed like I liked the name Cowboy Ernst more, I guess. Yeah. So I, okay. Eh, eh. We right. also wouldn't have a lot to talk about if the episode was called Cowboy Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that would have... But but at least the uh, there would have been a titular line. Yeah. The last line. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> ben? That's true. <laughs> And they wouldn't have left a generation of kids so confused. <laughs> um, are you going to possibly have our uh, Twitter followers vote on which is the best alternate title? Sure, and I'd also love for them to give their suggestions oh, yeah, for yeah. what they think this episode should be called. So yeah, I'll post a poll, uh, vote on which uh, <laughs> which episode name you like most, uh, and uh, feel free to suggest your own, because I'm sure there's yeah. uh, some there's other Unlimited now, possibilities. What the... do we win if we're chosen? <laughs> um, a warm feeling inside, mm. I guess. That's the best kind. Is that yeah. like a warm beer? Is that... Sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, and finally... Uh, let's let's look at a few YouTube comments. So it's time for what would YouTube comments do? <laughs> what would YouTube comments do? <laughs> so our first comment is from Blaine, who said, "This show encapsulates what Japanese people think of when they think of Americans." <laughs> <laughs> and are you okay with that? Am I okay with yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I'm, I mean, I. Oh, yeah. I'm not offended by oh, that. Or anything. that. That's way better than what I would have thought <laughs> Japanese people thought of Americans. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm really in touch with what Scandinavians think of Americans. Uh huh. And so I'm really happy to hear that's what Japanese people. <laughs> uh, Lost Shepherd eighty seven said that intro is so bad it's good. <laughs> um, just it's just good. It is good. Yeah. I, I like it. One of my favorites. Yeah. Hey Dude, the yeah. intro to Hey Dude. Well, yeah. the uh, song at least. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's uh, the the Hey Dude, the way they say it, and I'm not going to try and say it. Um, you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to make a fool out of myself. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that's it's an iconic Ernst? almost. You don't want to make an Ernst out of yourself? <laughs> no, I don't want to make a Ben out of myself. <laughs> Uh, or, uh, or as as they say in my circle, I don't want to make a Dean Young out of myself. So. Mm. <laughs> we also heard from Rush Nerd, uh, who said, This show was your punishment for waking up too early and watching Nick. Good theme song, though. <laughs> waking up too early at 2 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then someone responded to Lost Shepherd about the intro being so bad it's good. Um, this is from Jake Ryan which is the perfect name for someone who makes this comment. He says, let's see you make a better one. That's what I thought. Shut the F up. <laughs> that, uh, that escalated as quickly as I would hope it would. Um, you know, that name, Jake Ryan. It's very I close believe, to Jack Ryan. I believe it's a it's character name in an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Uh-huh. Um, Jake Ryan. Uh, phone police. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, be- I think it's Jake Ryan. <laughs> well, it could be him. It could be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we, uh, YouTube also had a comment from Louis V. Baby. Uh, I used to get up and change the channel whenever this came on, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Lots um, of love. <laughs> and from, Win- from Windrake101, 
I blame this show for once getting me to believe the word dude was typical Western jargon. (laughs) (laughs) Then I later realized it was more 90s lingo and I felt stupid. (laughs) You don't have to. We all feel stupid. I mean, they were called dude ranches. I thought that was... I think it was a play on words. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that's not what I was questioning. I just... Wonder why he didn't pick up on that. Oh. Well, maybe he. It sounded to me like almost like he went to live in Texas or something and started using "dude" as like a. <laughs> hey, dude! <laughs> I'm hip. Let's go wrangle up some cattle. He could have been from Japan and <laughs> <laughs> learned everything he needed to know about America. <laughs> uh, well, this has been fun. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, it reminds me of that time um, Squeeze plays plays on MTV. <laughs> oh my gosh! I actually, it doesn't remind me of that, but that's only because I was having a little bit too much fun when Squeeze got on. And I just blacked out. So. <laughs> As one does. Uh, what are we doing next week? Well, next week we got a meaty episode lined up. Top five game shows. Who? I think that's a uh, that's a big one. Yeah, it yeah. seems like one we had to do at some point, yeah. and so we're doing it. Yeah, it's important. I think it's an important. Oh, uh, I'm not trying to downplay it. Yeah. <laughs> did did they have a lot of game shows? Not really. Like a I dozen, mean, well, maybe. Is this like a top five where five was the worst one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, almost. I think there was about nine to pick from. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's why you didn't do top ten. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was almost like maybe top three would be more fair, yeah. but uh, we'll do five. Yeah, plenty, I think plenty to talk yeah, about. Yeah. I think they're going to deserve it. The top five. Oh yeah, oh, that's good. You know. Wait, was Did Legend you know? of the Hidden Temple was that Nick? Oh, yeah, that's Nick and uh, Global Guts was that oh, yeah. Nick? Too? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I mean, it's got some of the best. That's some of the best television that's ever been produced. So. <laughs> well, but what, what, since you're not going to be here, why don't you just tell us? Oh, if you what what was the one where they would regularly go into water? Legends. Legends? Was that? Oh, yeah. Guts? Guts, they also went I guess they went into lot. water on yeah. both of them. Well, water's a big selling point. Um, <laughs> Anything with water. Yeah, I, I really wanted a piece of the crag. Um, yeah. I, I really, I really wanted that. Yeah. Um, You're so not alone. I'm going to have to go with Global Guts. Okay, nice. Global. Yeah, wow. Not just Guts. Oh. oh. Because you're talking the difference between Americans yeah. and Global. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to go and rewatch them and come back to you with that. <laughs> yeah, you let us know. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. And, of course, the best way to get a hold of us is to email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on iTunes. Uh, shout out to Shred Game for uh, our latest five-star review. Uh, and Great guy. And uh, you can also hear us on Podbean. Uh, we, we just love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much, Jason, for joining us. This was a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure was all mine. You don't get to say that enough. (laughs) Quite wise. (laughs) Well, join us next time. 